You're listening to the Women Inspiring Women podcast. Each week, network marketing professional and mom-turned-entrepreneur Melanie Mitro gives you her tried-and-true tips for building a business from your kitchen table. This self-made millionaire went from a stay-at-home mom to the top of a network marketing business in just three years. She built an online health and fitness business from the ground up while raising babies and juggling being a mom and wife. Now she wants to help you become the boss of your own life. For blog posts, business tips, and more, check out her website at melaniemitro.com. Now let's get to the show. Here's your host, Melanie Mitro. Well, hello, everybody. It is Melanie Mitro from the Women Inspiring Women podcast, and I am pumped because we are going to continue on with our goal-setting series this week. We had talked two weeks ago in part one about just, you know, reflection and looking over the past year and what you did and didn't accomplish and just sort of getting real with yourself about about what you, what effort you put in and, you know, what the output was and just a good reflection of what you were proud of and where you feel like you fell short. And now this week, we're really going to get messy, even a little bit more. And we are going to talk about how to actually set goals that matter, that are specific, and that are going to help you get to that vision that you have for your life. All right. But before we dive into that, let's take a moment. We're going to do our listener of the week. So our listener of the week is Brie Owen. She left this review on iTunes and she said, Recent, I recently started listening to this podcast and I really appreciate the tough love approach that Melanie uses in helping to recognize and overcoming excuses for moving your business forward. I also really appreciate the practical down-to-earth tips she gives for advancing our business. I love the focus on consistency, which was one of the main things I struggle with, and I'm excited to learn more from the podcast over the next year. So Brie, if you are listening in right now, go ahead and send me an email at mjmitro at gmail.com and I will send you a little something for leaving me a review. And to all of you out there listening right now, if you go to iTunes and you drop me a review and you give me a rating on iTunes, you could be one of the featured um, reviews of the week, all right? So, and again, I love and appreciate that you share and you tag me on your IG stories. I love when you tell me what stuck out to you and what has really helped you in your business. So as you listen to today's episode, as you begin to take some notes, go ahead and get messy with it and feel free to tag me and let me know what you loved most about today's episode and and what you're going to be implementing. All right. Okay. So we're going to continue on. We talked about, you know, in week one, um, you know, we talked a little bit about just reflection, right? That point of reflection, that's important. And I believe that I said to all of you how I really take the month of December and I get sort of, I like to say messy. I like to get messy with my goals. You know, I, I will, I just sort of journal and, and think about, you know, what I want for my life and, and what am I happy with? And, and I allow myself to not have it all figured out on the first try. And I also think to myself how many people have said to me they've never set goals for themselves in their life, like ever. Somebody just actually said it to me last week and I was shocked. But then I remember, I remember my very first year in business. I read the book by Shalene Johnson, Johnson Push. And it was the first time as as a mom, as a wife, but also somebody who had a professional career for many years before having children, right? I had never asked myself, what do I want in life? Because I, in my mind, 
was going to be a stay-at-home mom and I was going to raise babies and I was going to do mops and I was going to do play dates and I was going to have lunch with friends and and I never had any other ambition like professionally other than my role as a mom which is totally fine but when I started to build my business I started to say I started to dream bigger I started to read personal development I began to say well what if the sky was the limit like what if I could have anything that I want what would I want? And I can remember not knowing what to actually write down. I can remember not knowing if it was possible. And now I tell people all the time, everything, anything and everything is possible if you're willing to do the work. But that was so hard for me to put on paper. So if you're feeling that way right now, if you're feeling like, I don't know what to say, I've never set goals for myself, you aren't alone. And goals This is what I want you to like really whatever you're doing right now, just stop, right? If you're brushing your teeth or you're doing your hair, you're driving in the car, you're cooking dinner, I want you just to stop. I want you to hear me because goals are not always meant to be achieved in the time frame that you've set them to be achieved in. You are meant to fail right? We are not perfect humans in any way, shape, or form. Failure is is a learning experience. Failure is not a bad thing. I want you to say that. Failure is not a bad thing. I only fail when I quit and I don't get back up again, right? But when you look at each failure as a learning opportunity and then you can learn from that and you can say, okay, what did I learn? And then I'm going to step out and do it again and I'm going to figure it out. When you begin to look at life that way, this is where you begin to succeed. All right, my friends? So here's the thing. You're going to write these goals down and sometimes you're going to say, I don't know what's possible, but that's okay because we're going to tweak it and we're going to learn as we go. But you have to be able to say to yourself, when I close my eyes and I envision what I want for my life, you can see it, right? You can see, and for me, if I can just walk you back, you know, seven years ago, when I closed my eyes, I didn't want to live in a townhouse anymore. I wanted my kids to have a backyard. I didn't want to have to have my playroom and my living room all in the exact same room, right? I needed breathing space. I needed an office because I now worked at home. You know, we needed a guest room because we had family that didn't live around us. That one, like I had this vision of my kids being able to ride their bikes in a safe neighborhood, right? So that was my vision. It was also paying off student loans. It was also being able to, you know, make $500 at the holidays so I could pay cash for our Christmas presents. That's what my goals were right? My goals were were tangible things that I could reach. And as my business has grown, I've gotten more specific with my goals. And as I've checked things off the box, I've been able to dream even bigger. But it starts now. And just think about the little ones in your life, right? If you have children or nieces or nephews or grandchildren or friends that have kids, if you don't have your own children, you're such an influence on them. And when you set goals and you teach people around you, even your coworkers or your employees and and people in your organization, when you teach people how to set goals and implement them, you're leading the way. You're showing people how to be smart with their future. All right. Okay. Sorry, I got off on a little tangent there, but let's talk a little bit about what is a smart goal. You don't just set random goals. We want to make sure that our goals are very specific, all right? And so a SMART goal basically is a goal that is specific, and I'll go more into this. It is measurable, it is something that is attainable, it is relevant, and it is time bound. And we are gonna go into detail of what that means. So the first thing I want you to say to yourself is, 
I know what my goal, what my vision is for 2019, all right? So we talked about that the very first week. We really dug deep, right? What is it that I want out of life? What is it that I'm not willing to sacrifice? What are my priorities? What are the things, you know, that I am not willing to budge on? And what do I absolutely want in my life? And then I want to make sure you know why. Why is that vision something that means so much to you? What is that emotional attachment underneath? What is that why behind it? All right. Now, now we need to say, if my goal is to earn, you know, $5,000 in the first quarter of 2019, how am I going to get there? All right. So a smart goal. I am going to earn $5,000 in the first quarter of 2019. Is that goal clear? Yes. Is it measurable, right? Absolutely. I can actually measure whether or not by looking at the money deposited in my bank account, if I was able to earn $5,000 in January, February, and March, right? That would be the first quarter of the year. It's very specific. Um, And then also, is it attainable? So this is one area where we really have to say to ourselves, like, can I accomplish this goal in the time frame that I've specified and can it be done realistically? Now, I'll give you an example. There are a lot of people out there that will set goals like I'm going to go from being a brand new business owner to earning a million dollars in my first quarter and I'm going to build it all from my laptop at home with no babysitter and I have a six-month-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old and my spouse doesn't support me. And so I'm going to try to build this business with no prior knowledge and expertise in the industry. You, the chances of that actually happening are slim to none, all right? If you are a brand new business owner, the chances of you being able to earn that million dollars in the first quarter are not likely. But somebody that's brand new that says, okay, if I look at what other people do in the first three months and then I kind of make that my goal, then that's more realistic, right? You look at people that are in the same demographic, the same age, that are doing what you kind of want to do and you're able to get a better gauge. Also, you know, when I said about the million dollars in the first quarter, that person had other responsibilities, right? I described somebody that had two small children that didn't um, have a babysitter. I described somebody that didn't have outside resources or expertise in that area. And so it's not a realistic goal. It's not a realistic goal at all. And so sometimes we have to take a step back. And when we're setting these goals for ourselves, we have to get really, really, really clear on is this an actually a realistic a goal? Like, can I actually do this in the time frame that I specify? Now, being at the top 0.01% of the company by the end of 2019 and starting, you know, at the beginning of the year, being somebody that's newer, it's totally doable. But I want you to understand, is this something that I can accomplish because I'm willing to put in the work and I understand what the sacrifice is going to be and I'm not afraid of the goal. All right. So it's got to have those qualities to it. It also needs to be relevant. That's the R in SMART goals, right? Your goal has to matter in relation to your life. You do not want to reach the goal and accomplish it and then say, that was great, but it didn't impact my life the way that I wanted it to. So we want our goals to have impact. So ask yourself, does the goal that I'm now writing down, does it does it seem worthwhile? Is it going to make a positive impact on those around me? And is this the right time to pursue the goal? 
There are seasons. I talk about seasons all of the time. There are seasons of push. There are seasons of rest. And you have to get really good at saying to yourself, like, at this stage of my life, my children are in school from eight to four, right? Um, This is my season of push. Like, I can devote more time to growing my business in this season than when my kids were infants and I didn't have somebody that could watch them or, you know, we didn't have the money to invest, right? So, you know, and the goal meant something to me. You know, when I was first starting out, you know, when I would talk about my goals, my income goals, that $500 cash for the holidays, that goal had deep significance. I was will. I knew that that was attainable if I set my mind to it. And at the end, when I got to that goal and I saw that money in my bank account, I was actually able to feel the joy. It brought me joy. It wasn't, oh, I did that because somebody told me that's what I should do next. It actually gave us something in our life. So ask yourself, like, is this goal worthwhile? Is it going to make a positive impact on my life? And is it the right time to pursue the goal? Like, is this the right time in your life? And don't you dare make excuses, right? So if you know you could push hard and reach that goal, but you're just afraid, that's a cop out. If you really honestly say to yourself, like, I want to be the top 10 in my company, but you know what? At this stage of my life, like my my child is being diagnosed with, you know, an illness or I have a parent that is sick or my husband's changing jobs and I feel like my life is really unstable and I feel like if I devote any more time to something else that like I am going to wreck my life, right? And then that would be a different scenario. Do you understand? There's a difference between using an excuse and genuinely saying, I'm still going to show up and build my business, but being in the top 10 Is it my goal right now because it's going to throw my priorities out of whack and I am not willing to let that happen, okay? All right, the last one is T, right? For time bound. So your goal has to have an end date. So many times people say, I'm going to earn $10,000. Great. Are you going to earn $10,000 in a month? Are you going to earn $10,000, you know, in January, in December? Are you going to earn $10,000 in oh, by the end of 2019 like an end date needs to be there and every goal you set if you say i'm going to recruit 25 distributors great are you going to recruit them in january are you going to recruit them in the first quarter you know are those people going to be working distributors are they going to be discount people that are just wanting the discount like define it be time bound actually put an end date If you don't create the urgency there, if you don't give yourself an end date, as much as it may scare you to put an end date, you're never, you're going to let life take you down, right? You're just going to, you're going to get distracted and and you're not actually going to focus on working towards that goal. And I watched some people in my organization do that this year. They were like, I am going to be the top 0.01% in the company. And they set that goal in January, but they didn't start working towards that goal until September. And so now they're in the crunch time because they didn't set those small benchmarks along the way that were helping them to get to that SMART goal by the end of the year, all right? Okay, so let's give some examples of SMART goals. Number one, I will lose 10 pounds by January 31st. It is specific in that I gave you a number of pounds that I'm gonna lose, 10 pounds. I gave you a date, January 31st. It's measurable. I can get on the scale and see how much I have lost each and every week. It's attainable. If I eat right, if I exercise, I can lose an average of two pounds per week. And it's relevant to me personally because I want to fit in my dress for my cousin's wedding, right? That has significance to me, okay? 
And then it's time bound because it has that date at the end. Here is another one. I will earn $500 in commissions from customer sales every week by March of 2019. Specific, I told you exactly what I wanted to earn. In what bucket I wanted to earn it, I told you I wanted to do that in the commissions bucket and I told you a specific date in which I was gonna do that by. I said March of 2019. You can measure the goal by tracking my weekly commissions to see how close I'm getting. It's attainable. I know that I can control my sales based on my personal efforts and I have the time to devote to that goal. It is relevant because I need to pay our bills or they're going to shut off my electric, right? It's time bound in the sense that I gave you that very specific March end date. All right, so here is what I want you to do next. Your goal is to create three to five SMART goals for yourself that you are going to accomplish in 2019. They can be personal, business, or relationship goals, but they must follow those metrics that I listed, right? They must be SMART goals. They need to have significance to you. And so I want you to create these goals and I really want you to push yourself out of the comfort zone. Are you setting safe goals, which basically mean they're going to happen naturally, even if you just keep doing what you're doing right now, you're just naturally going to have hit that goal? Or are they giving you a little bit of butterflies? Like are the goals and the things you're writing down kind of making you a little anxious but excited and you're like, oh, the possibilities, but it's not sending you into a state of panic and paralyzation, right? I hope that that makes, makes sense. I just, I want you to kind of hang out in that middle ground and be able to kind of get through those two. So let's sort of recap. We are talking about SMART goals. Are they specific? Are they measurable? Are they attainable? Are they realistic? And are they time bound? That's what we're going to do today. I want you to pick three to four goals that are going to help you to reach your vision in 2019. And then one of those goals, I want you to kind of circle one of the goals, one out of the three or four that you write down. And I want you to say, you know what? If I accomplish this one goal, it's actually going to help to make all the other ones sort of happen kind of naturally. I mean, I'll have to work at them. But that's going to be your push goal. That's going to be the big goal that is going to make all the other things happen for you. Okay? So that's what we are working on this week as far as goal setting goes. And I am going to post up on the blog on MelanieMitro.com under the blog tab. We're going to have a goal setting worksheet for you that you can actually download and use, you know, as, as a handout. And you can print that off. You can tag me in that. But we are going to start working through our SMART goals. I'm going to give you just a little inside tip that the chic influencer community is going to be doing some of this in January. So I don't know if you guys have have um, have gotten on the list yet, but make sure you head over to our Instagram and our Facebook page at Chic Influencer and check us out and see what we got going on because we are going to get really messy and really clear on our goals and we want to help you to make your business ideas a big success. All right. So Thank you so much for tuning in today. Make sure you tag me on Instagram. Tell me what you learned. Share this episode with a friend. I know that right now is all about the goal setting. Oh, and I want to recommend one more thing before I go. A book, The 12-Week Year by Brian P. Morgan and Michael Lennington. One of my all-time favorite books that helps you with setting goals. I love the way the authors of this book 
break it down into four different quarters of the year. So you basically are setting goals four times a year and you have smaller benchmarks that really are going to help you get there. So maybe what you want to do is you're writing your goals, your three to four goals for the first 12 weeks of the year with your ultimate end goal in mind. All right, my friends, thank you so much for your time today. As always, love inspiring women to go after their big dreams. Whatever business that you are a part of right now, friends, I believe in you and I know that you can make anything happen that you want to come true. All right, guys, have a great week and I will see you next week. Bye, everybody.